Hey, hey, Annika here. All right, so today we're going to talk about pain and not just any kind of pain, but the one you get when someone hurts you. Someone says something to you uh, that just, well, the consequence is that you feel pain. And um, we're going to call them your sacred friends. I know that sounds strange because how could anyone who hurts you be anything of a friend? Well, if you look at it, like the, the ugly truth is that our real friends, quote unquote, they don't always say the brutal truth. They don't always say it like it is. Some friends do, but a lot of the time, uh, those who are really close to us, who love us and support us, they want to be nice. They want us to be happy. So they say it in a nicer way or they don't say it at all um, or they don't even, yeah, they don't even go there because if you bring that subject up, it leads to a whole series of things. And I mean, if you put this context into a family, oh my goodness, yeah, there are just some things you don't talk about, right? So um, sacred friends, uh, let's take the, let's take the Dalai Lama as an example. So, uh, he, he said that he learned to be a better version of himself. He had to grow thanks to, um, the, the people who made him live far, far away from his country and the people of Tibet for, over 40 years he lived in exile and I mean if he could forgive them and grow beyond that then maybe we can grow beyond a hurtful comment from a sacred friend um, Oprah Winfrey said turn your wounds into wisdom and this is what I want to talk about so the wounds coming from hurtful comments of those sacred friends and instead of carrying it around as pain, why don't we transform it into something that can make us better than we were before? For as long as you carry the pain of what you feel someone did to you or said to you, you will remain your hurting best version of yourself. Why would you want to be lesser than the greatest version of you without pain? So, uh, yeah, I, I yeah, I wanted to share a story. Not really, doesn't really have to do with this, but when I think of personal development, I very often think of um, a ship, the ocean, uh, sailing, you know, uh, what is it now? The, a sailor doesn't ask for um, wind in his back. He learns how to sail. And so I wrote down the words, a ship can only move forward with the anchor hoisted. Don't let anyone sink your anchor. And so if you put that into the context of sacred friends, if you're the boat, if you're the ship, and someone comes and spits a nasty comment at you or sends you a text message or however it is delivered, unsolicited feedback that punches you in the nose or straight on the, that little lump on the throat, whatever it's called, you know, that feeling, uh, well... That can be the anchor that sinks you. Sinks you? Sounded like I said sinks you, but I said sinks you. So how do you make it so that the hurtful comment or feedback doesn't break you uh, or make you become a sinking ship? 
Uh, and so the story I wanted to share that doesn't really have to do with this, but it's just I find it curious, and I want to do a shout-out to my grandfather who's in heaven. Uh, so in 1981, on October 7, uh, 27th, the Soviet submarine S-363, more, more known as U-137, uh, it ran aground, and it was hauled off the rocks by Swedish tugs, and it was my grandfather, Jan Turnerud, who was the captain in command. So I um, just wanted to share that little personal story because it has to do with the, the ships and sinking submarines and all that. So <clears throat> back to the story. The, the sacred friends um, that give you comments about how you dress, how you talk, how you walk, how you drive, anyone got comments there? Uh, or your personality, anything. Um, I think the, I, actually, I don't know. I was going to say, I think it hurts even more the closer the person is. But then I thought of a an, an incident or a moment where someone I don't know at all gave me unsolicited feedback uh, and in that moment, uh, she did not become my sacred friend. I had to work a lot on what she said to transform her into a sacred friend. But lo and behold, she went from being someone who just dropped a nasty comment that made me want to slap her. I didn't. Uh, into someone who has made me even better. <laughs> so thank you, lady. I'm not going to say who it is. Uh, okay. <clears throat> But, um, so like I said in the beginning, you can learn things from a sacred friend that no real friend can ever teach you or help you understand. Simply because they just don't go there. Um, and if you take, uh, let's call the sacred friend the bad guy, because that's how it feels most of the time. I think most of us, we miss out on the opportunity to transform the mean person, the bad guy or bad lady, bad gal, call her, call them whatever you want, but the, the mean person, we miss out on the opportunity to transform them into a sacred friend. And by doing so, we also miss out on the opportunity to actually get something very valuable from that. So if you feel like I'm just going blah, 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 then let me explain how I'm thinking. So... Um, Let's take a concrete example. Let's say I do a presentation and someone in the audience or someone in the company, a colleague, you've just delivered this presentation and then afterwards someone gives you unsolicited feedback and just drops like bleh, something at you. Uh, anything like, um, yeah, you're fidgeting with your hand while you talk. It makes me, I can't concentrate. Something like that. That could be a very hurtful comment and destabilize you a lot. Or, for example, well, any kind of feedback that you perceive as direct critique, uh, indicating um, a lack in your performance, that you're not so good. I, I mean, you get what I'm talking about. Well, that feedback, instead of allowing that to really, really, really sink in and drag you down and be that that anchor that sinks you, you can analyze the feedback and translate the words, the mean words, into a kind or helpful message. 
And then you can challenge yourself to receive it as help or even love if it's a family relationship or a close relationship. And last but not least, take action on the hidden advice. So uh, let me take the example of a client of mine who shared that one of his sacred friends in the exercise was his mother. And what he had done was a Facebook Live, which to begin with, he was very nervous about and very self-conscious and it just didn't feel good. So afterwards, <clears throat> his mom gave him unsolicited feedback saying uh, multiple things that, was, that were very hurtful. For example, oh, you have a very big shiny forehead. Uh, I mean, thanks, mom. Uh, she also said, your eyes are so squinty and you're already Asian. So his mom is from Asia. She's from uh, China. And so and so is he, is he. And his mom said, your eyes are so squinty and you're already Asian. Like, thanks again, mom. I didn't know. Um, yeah, and she, the, the last one that really, really just landed as a bomb was, and the haircut, it's, it's ugly. So... And that was, what do you call that? A hat trick. A triple one. Bam, bam, bam. Down and out. So we broke this down and said, how on earth can you take that as anything nice? How can you not be upset or angry or cross or disappointed with anyone who gives you that kind of feedback? And is it possible at all to turn that into a sacred friend, a supporting or a kind message? And long story short, we came to the conclusion that yes, you can. Uh, so what, what is it? How do you do that? Well, like I said, you translate the mean words into um, a kind, loving, helpful message. So what did it mean, all that stuff? Why did she say the things that she said? Well, we concluded that because she cares. Yeah, or she wouldn't, quote unquote, waste her time uh, on someone's Facebook Live. So clearly it matters to her what her child does to the point that she was willing to give some feedback. And I mean, if you take a parent, why on earth would they say comments truly to hurt? I know that there are some sick people out there who, who actually do that, but most people don't do it to hurt. So we 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 talked about it and came to the conclusion that, well, she actually means well she means to be kind and say hey maybe think of this maybe use some pat your forehead with a towel before or use some uh, powder or yeah or like with the eyes try to focus on keeping them open and look straight into the camera and the haircut I mean okay change the hair comb it to the left comb it to the right put some gel um, let it grow cut it shorter whatever it is if that is any kind of valid feedback, then take it into consideration. So we agreed that she meant well. Her communication style receives zero points. Catastrophe, yes. We're not impressed at all. But we did believe genuinely that she meant well. Sometimes intention doesn't go anywhere at all. But um, for us to move forward and not let that be the anchor that sinks our ship... We have to decide to say, all right, she meant well. I'm going to choose to receive that as love. Ha! <laughs> if you can do that, you're someone pretty awesome. You're a strong, 
I don't know what word to say there, but you're someone really strong if you can do that. And you can, because it's a choice. And if you choose to take it as, hmm, I'm going to receive that as love. Thank you, mom. Thanks for caring about me. And leave it at that. My goodness gracious. You're going to avoid so many deep rabbit holes of negativity, doubt, fearful conversations that uh, derail and become conflicts, uh, even fighting. Um, And then you move forward from there. Even maybe doing these things like uh, making sure that your forehead isn't that shiny and opening your eyes or whatever the feedback was. So to take all that and make a concrete action plan, one, translate the mean words into kind, loving, supportive, helpful messages. Uh, Two, choose to receive it as love. Receive it. Choose to receive it as love and Three, ask yourself, did you take action on the hidden advice in that (laughs) kind, supportive, loving message? If you did, well, then you actually got better now than you were before. So that's why it is a sacred friend. They are there to make us better than we were before. There may be some pain in the process, but nothing worthwhile is easy to get. Um, Just have to put in a a little extra, a little more. Okay, what else did I want to say? Uh, I think that's it. I think that's it. Um, Next time you get triggered by someone saying something that feels like pain, ask yourself, is there something in that that I can take and transform into an action step or a thought that will make me even even better than I was before you said that? And if the answer is yes, take that and make yourself even better. You will be outgrowing the all the great sacred friends in your surrounding that drop unsolicited feedback. And you just take that and you grow with it. They're going to fall behind so far. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay? I hope that you found this uh, interesting. Thought, food for thought, maybe even thought provocative. But those who hurt you um, actually have a message for you to become better. Not because they're right in hurting you or saying things that are not nice, but because when we get feedback, we can always take it and transform that into a message that will help us grow. All right? Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening.